Amen. Things may not go the way you want them to go. Might not go the way you wish they'd go. Amen. Might have to go through some hard times. Might have to go through some heartbreaking times. Seem like God ain't answering your prayers. Seem like you just can't get through. You know what you got to do? You got to praise him anyhow. Just learn to praise his name in the hard times and the pain. Well, y'all pray for us this morning. You got your Bibles. Go ahead over the book of Isaiah. Got something on my heart. I read this, boy, and I just can't get past it. Amen. God knows what we need. God knows where we're at. Amen. Here today, he knows where we're at in America. Somebody say amen. He knows where we're at in our lives. Amen. We're going to be dealing with a, with a nation. that has sinned against God in our Bible. A nation that has departed from God. It gives a very detailed description. Is everybody okay? It gives a very detailed description in our Bible about a nation's sin, Tyler Busby. Amen. But it gives a very detailed, detailed description about what you'll see in America today. Amen goes right there. Hey, this Bible right here, this Bible might not have been written directly to me, amen, but every bit of it was written for us. Amen goes right there. That's right. Amen. Now I tell you what this morning, amen, Isaiah chapter number 50, 59 we're going to be dealing with the sins of a nation, amen, and we're going to see something. Hey, I'm talking to you this morning, amen, and I'll get to the, to the message here in a minute. Amen, I, I, God, give me a little time, a little thought, and we'll get to that in a minute, amen, but we're going to start reading the Bible, and we're going to go over this, amen, we might be doing a little teaching, amen, we might jump a few benches, hallelujah. My wife said, you better not, amen. Uh, not anymore, you ain't, you, ain't, you ain't spring chicken no more, hallelujah. Amen, right there. That's right. Isaiah chapter number 59, the Bible says, amen, the Bible says in verse number one, behold, the Lord. Amen. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. Can I tell you today, God's still in the saving business. Amen. If you're here and lost, he wants to save you from your sin. Amen. He wants to save you out of your sin. He's, his hand is not shortened that he cannot save. And if you're a child of God this morning and you're struggling with something and you're going through something that's ripping you apart, his hand is not too short that he can't reach down and pull you out and pull you through. Somebody say amen. The Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. And neither is his ear heavy that he cannot hear. Amen. Amen. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that he cannot say. Neither is his ear heavy that it cannot hear. Amen. I'm telling you, God can hear your prayer. God is listening for your prayer. Somebody say amen. So God is still God. God is still able to do everything he's always been able to do. God is not, God is not old and feeble and weak and hard of hearing today. He's still God. He's still the one that spoke the world into existence. He's still the one that knows all the stars by name. He's still God. He can still do everything he's always done. Amen. There ain't nothing on God's list that he's, that he's not able to do anymore. Amen. You and I get older and we get weaker. Amen. God gets older and God gets stronger. God don't get weaker. God's not getting old and wore out. His hand is not shortened. Amen. He can reach to where you're at today. His ear's not heavy. Amen. He can hear your prayers today. 
He can hear you if you're praying for salvation. He can hear you if you're praying for some deliverance, amen, that the devil's got you wrapped up in. He can hear you, amen, if you're struggling this morning. He's still God. He's still on the throne. Amen, I haven't heard any news flash. Amen, across the TV screen. Amen, saying, guess what, everybody? God got dethroned today. No, it's not there. He's still on the throne. But there's a problem. There's a problem with a nation. There's a problem with America. And it's not just America. His problem we're going to see is, is with the church. Is everybody okay? Oh, well, there's a problem going on out there. But God's more concerned about the problems going on in here. Somebody said, I thought everything was going good here. It's, well, it's going pretty good, amen. But as a whole, as a whole in a nation, amen, churches ain't holding up like they used to. Is everybody all right? Anyway, let's read. He said, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. Neither is his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God. It's personal now, right? He's talking to the nation. He's talking about a nation that has sinned against him. He said, the problem with the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the nation, amen, is that their iniquities have come between me and them and has separated us. Let me tell you, so there's always going to be an effect to sin and there's always going to be consequences to sin. God does not like sin. God hates sin. God, is everybody okay? Amen, sin is filthy in the eyes and the nostrils of God. Amen goes right there. Man, we have sugar-coated this. We have baby-wiped this. We have wiped people's noses. We have told them this is okay and that is okay. Uh, but God said our iniquities have separated us. Amen. Amen right there. This is a nation's sin that we're dealing with. A nation that has sinned against God. Your iniquities. Iniquities, we know it's sin. Amen. But this goes a little more deeper. When I looked it up in my concordance, I wanted to find out what the Hebrew, the Strong's concordance, the Chaldean, what, what all the Greek all had to say about it. It's moral evil. They're morally bankrupt. Is everybody okay? This is what has separated this nation, Israel, from God. This is what's separating America from God is our morals are evil. Everybody all right? Pervert. Perverted. That's what it said. So I looked up that word because I'm not a real intelligent person. In my Noah Webster's 1828 dictionary. The dictionary, amen, the first dictionary for America, that America got its definitions from words. Noah Webster's could quote the King James Bible chapter and verse. Most of the time he looked into the Bible to find the definition of the words that we built our nation on. And now they've changed them. We'll get to that in a minute too. Ain't nobody in no hurry, are you? Just check Noah Webster says, to turn, perverted means to turn from truth, to distort from its true use or end as to pervert reason by misdirecting on purpose. Amen. Misdirecting it uh, to pervert the laws by misinterpreting uh, 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 or uh, misapplying them. That's what it says in the Noah Webster's 1828. To pervert justice, to turn to turn from the right, to turn from what is right, to turn what is right into something corrupt. To turn right into corrupt. That's what you mean. That's what it means to pervert. That's what he's talking about. They've taken what was right and they made it appear as something corruptible. Corrupted. They've turned it. If they, What used to be right, now they're saying is wrong. It's corrupt. It's evil. But God's word says it's right. Everybody okay? 
Isaiah 5, 20 says this, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Psalms chapter number 9, verse 17 says, The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the nations that forget God. Somebody say amen right there. Every nation that's ever walked away from God, the Bible said, would be turned into hell. Is everybody okay? We wonder what's going on out there. Hell's having a party. That's what's going on out there. Is everybody okay? Because he said, God has not changed. God is still able, but your iniquities, your perverted judgment. Is everybody okay? You've changed what is good into something evil. You've changed what is evil, and now you're saying it's acceptable and good. And churches are compromising with this garbage. That's what's wrong. Everybody okay? They're accepting it. I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. I don't want to hurt their feelings, amen. But I'd rather hurt their feelings and them get saved and then, then, then to tell them it's okay and that guy and go to hell in their sin. There's the difference. I don't hate the sinner. I don't hate anybody out there. I hate the devil, amen, and his lies. Amen, I hate sin. Why? I've been called to preach against sin. Is everybody Okay. He put the watchman out and he said, hey, when you see the sword coming and you warn the people they turn from their wicked ways, you save them. He said, but if you refuse to warn them that the swords are coming, amen, and they die in their sin, their blood will be required at your hand. I'm telling you, the sword's coming. The sword's coming. Get right. Get right because the sword's coming. Is everybody Okay. Oh, we don't like preaching like that. You're right. Most of the lost folks and most out of the will of God people don't. Folks that don't want to get right. Is everybody okay? Folks that are happy in their sin. Woo, we ain't even got the message yet. So he said, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God. And your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. Amen. Confess your sins to him. I don't need to know your sins. God, when Jesus Christ came, after the order of Melchizedek, he is our high priest. He is the one that we confess to. This nonsense about going into some little booth and confessing to some man, let me tell you something, that ain't going to get you no forgiveness. Man can't forgive you of your sin. I don't need to know what you did. God already knows what you did. You need to go before God and fall on your face and repent of your sin. What does that mean? That means you're deadly sorry, deathly sorry, and you will turn from it and try not to do it anymore. Doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. Amen. But if you go and confess to some man, amen, and you pray in the name of some woman, you're still in your sin. It's only forgiveness in one name. But our problem is when we want to hang on to our sin and we want God to bless us, that's not going to happen. Is everybody okay? So listen to this. He said, our iniquities have separated us. Verse number three. He said, for your hands are defiled with blood. This is the sin of the nation. This is what's drawing down the wrath of God on them. Is everybody okay? Man, I wanted to come in here and preach about that little lamb this morning. Man, I wanted to preach about that lamb. Boy, but God said, no, nah, you need to go in there and just read this chapter and preach on that. He said, because our nation's in trouble. And we'll get to the message in a minute. Amen. So you should have got in on the, on the goody when the spirit was moving real good. And you're just full of pride. You wouldn't lift up your hands and start shouting and praising the Lord. God said, okay, now it's time. Bust some hides. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? Oh, it's preaching time now. Amen. Hallelujah. I tell you what, buddy, for me, this is the goodie. Amen. Everybody okay? Amen. So he says in chapter number, or verse number three, there, before your hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with iniquity. There it is. Get on that internet. 
on that social media. Is everybody all right typing all kinds of things, looking at all kinds of things? Your fingers, boy, they're just covered in iniquity. Is everybody okay? They're leading your eyes into places they shouldn't go. They're leading your heart into things it shouldn't have. Is everybody all right? Your fingers, amen, they're covered with iniquity. Hallelujah, that right there, preach. Is everybody all right? Y'all quiet this morning. Y'all quiet this morning. Amen. He said, he said, for your hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies. Your tongue hath muttered perverseness, falsehoods, falsehood, lies. Boy, I wish every politician could hear this. No matter what party they're affiliated with. Is everybody all right? Because all of them's liars. I wouldn't say that now. Just listen to them talk. You know how I know they're lying? Their lips are moving. Is everybody all right? They tell you what you want to hear, and then they get up there and do what they want to do anyhow. All of them. Is everybody all right? Amen goes right there. I'm going to show you. I'm going to tell you in the scripture what God's looking for. I'm going to show you through the word of God, amen, what's going to help our country, our nation. Amen, that's fallen to sin. That's fallen to the iniquity. Listen to this. The nation, I got to hurry. Verse number four, none calleth for justice. Hmm. Wow. That perverseness, that's moral evil. Amen? That, that, that word perverseness. Moral evil, iniquity, morally corrupt. Amen? Now listen to this. None calleth for justice, nor any pleadeth for truth. They trust in vanity and speak lies. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. Listen to what they do. They hatch cockatrice eggs. This is what they're doing out there. They're, they're coming up with all these whacked out, whacked out things in America and in, in the land and the nation. This is what's going on here. So they hatch cockatrice eggs. Listen to this. They hatch cockatrice eggs and weave spider's web. He that eateth of their eggs dieth. I'm telling you, if you partake of what's going on out there, what they're telling you is right, what they're telling your children at school is right, if they partake of that, they die. Why? Because the Bible says so. Because what they're spewing is, is, is poison. Right? Is everybody okay? It's preaching time. Amen. Listen now, we're getting somewhere. He said they eat their eggs, they die. And that which is crushed breaketh out into a viper. That what they're hatching, amen, is just spewing out more poison. Amen, if they can corrupt your children and get them brainwashed and get them believing what is evil is good and what is good is evil, amen, they'll start spewing out more venom. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Amen goes right there. Amen. He said, he said what, what, what hatches out of all that? What, what, is, what is birthed out of all that? Is vipers. Amen. They'll strike. Amen. They'll, they'll bite you. Somebody say amen right there. That's what they do. Amen. You want me to tell you when the viper struck Paul? When he built the fire. When he started building the fire. You want to know why most men won't preach? They're afraid they're going to get bit by the viper. Amen. Amen, buddy. I'm telling you, if a man of God will get up in the house of God and preach the word of God and start trying to build a fire, trust me, the vipers will come out. They'll come out. Amen. They'll talk about him. They'll, they'll, they'll get their fingers to poking on the internet and, and typing things about him. Is everybody okay? Amen goes right there. Problem is we ain't got enough men with enough backbone. Amen. To go out and gather a few sticks and try to build a fire. Amen. They're afraid of the vipers. Hallelujah. Worried about no vipers. Do like Paul, just shake it off in the fire. Amen goes right there. Let me move on. Trying to hurry. Verse number six. Their webs shall not become garments, neither shall they cover themselves with their works. Their works are works of iniquity, and the act of violence is in their hands. Wow. Wow. The sins of a nation 
that's fallen away from God. This is what's going on, let's say, in the streets of Jerusalem at this time. This is what God's looking down and he's seeing in a nation. And let's read on now. Their feet run to evil. Look at Proverbs chapter number 6 for just a second. I want to read these few verses. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16 through 19. These six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look. A proud look. Is everybody okay? We know pride goeth before destruction and the Holy Spirit before fall. But God said this is, this is what God hates is a proud look. A lying tongue and hands that shed innocent blood. And heart, verse 18, that deviseth wicked imaginations. And here it is. Feet that be swift in running to mischief. Something, some mischief's going on. They're running to get involved in it. They're running to help stoke that fire. A false witness that speaketh lies. And he, he that soweth discord among brethren. Six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination to him. But it, America has got all seven going on at the same time. Is everybody okay? I'm not doom and gloom this morning. We're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere, men. Don't fall off asleep on me yet. Amen. Don't fall off, men. Don't fall off, Teddy's. We're getting somewhere. We're getting this. I know, I know you're saying, Boy, Brother Tracy. Yeah. A nation's sins will cause strife, confusion. It will cause God not to hear their prayers when they want to stay in their sin. But listen to this. The way of peace, or verse, verse 7, their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. The way of peace they know not. And there is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. Whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace. If we follow the ways, amen, of the world and those that are making the crooked paths, we will never know no peace. There's not going to be peace, amen, again, if we continue down that same crooked path. Why? Not because I'm saying it, but because the Bible said it. God said that's the sin of a nation. When they go in crooked paths and people follow them, they will not know peace. That's what God said. Verse 9, therefore is judgment far from us. Neither doth justice overtake us. We wait for light, but behold, obscurity. For brightness, but we walk in darkness. Not not physical darkness as when you turn the lights out and you can't see. There's darkness all going on out there right now in the sun, straight up. You hear me? You hear me well. Amen. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't got nothing to do, listen to me, it ain't got nothing to do with race, it ain't got nothing to do with sex, it's got everything to do with what's right and what's wrong, sin. Sin. Iniquities is what's separating us. Iniquities, amen, and from what I've, I've uh, seen all my life, amen, and that, and that falls to just about anybody and everybody, amen, at some point in their life, amen, has allowed iniquity to separate them from God. Is everybody okay? It's preaching time. So listen to this. We grope, verse 10, for the wall like the blind, and we grope as if we had no eyes. We stumble at noonday as in the night. We are in desolate places as dead men. And this is what we do. This is what we do right here. This is what we do, men, church men, good men. Godly men, 
I mean men that probably really knows what's right and wrong and trying to do right. This is what we do. We roar all like bears. Don't we? Roar about it, complain about it, talk about it, tell everybody how to fix it, but we don't do nothing about it. We roar. It ain't really the roar of the bear you got to worry about. Amen. It's the bite of the bear you got to worry about. Are you hearing me? But we can roar all day long. But we ain't not doing nothing. Listen to what he says. We roar all like bears and mourn sore like doves. Mm. We look for judgment, but there is none. For salvation, but it is far off from us. For Listen to this. This is why this nation is in the mess they're in. This is why. Listen. For our transgressions are multiplied before thee, and our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, and as for our iniquities, we know them. You know what's separating you from God this morning. You know what's in your life that, that God's not pleased with. Is everybody okay? We know them. You know what relationships you have that God said, I don't want you to have that relationship. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Now listen to this. Verse 13. In transgressing and lying against the Lord and departing away from our God. Not someone else's God. America whether we know it, whether we like it, whether we don't, whether they do, whether they don't, whether anybody else does or don't, whether any other nation does or not. America was founded upon our God, our Bible. It was. Our founding documents. They're not praying to Muhammad or Buddha. Is everybody okay? They're praying to our God. They're setting a nation up. They're putting it in our Declaration of Independence. We are endowed by our Creator. Amen. What's wrong? What's wrong with a country? Amen. It's not, it's not necessarily, amen, that there's sin and everybody's doing right, trying to live right, still praying to God. It's that they have departed from God. They've turned away from their God, the true and living God. They've kicked Him out of our schools. They've kicked him out of our courthouses. They've kicked him out of Washington. Is everybody okay? And a lot of churches, amen, have kicked him out. And a lot of them, he's just put Ichabod over the door and said, I ain't going. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? And here's what we got going on there. Trying to get somewhere. Trying to, trying to, trying to, trying to help us here. In transgressing, lying, against the Lord and departing away from our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood and judgment. Judgment is turned away backward. And justice standeth afar off. For truth is fallen in the street. Hmm. And equity I like that word. I've been hearing a lot about that word. You didn't know it was a Bible word, did you? Bible word. Equity. Cannot enter. Equity. What is equity? Well, some would tell you it's to no matter what you do, you all end up the same. That's not what the Bible definition of equity is, and that's not what Noah Webster 1828 definition of equity is. I don't know where they got that definition. I guess they got it from Google. Equity. Straightforwardness. Integrity. That's what equity is. Truth. Uprightness. Correct. That's the definition of the Bible of my Strong's Concordance, of the Hebrew word. Equity is a Bible word. 
Noah Webster's 1828 says it like this. Justice, right in practice, equity is the impartial distribution of justice. And then Noah Webster goes a step farther. And he puts a Bible verse in there, in the Webster's Dictionary. Psalms 98.9 says, The Lord shall judge the people with equity. Did you know that was in there? That's what the Bible, that's what the Bible says. In Isaiah 11.4, with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity. Justice is impartial. Why do you think Our Lady Justice has a blindfold on? Doesn't matter. Amen. Listen to this. It's what judgment, a verdict, equity is judgment, a verdict pronounced, a sentence passed, and a penalty paid. That's what equity is. Is everybody okay? Don't look at me like I shot your dog. Is everybody all right? It's preaching. And we ain't even got to the message. This this is what they say is, uh, what they call it? Introduction. So we see here what's, what's going on in this nation. This nation that God said, I'm still God. I'm still able. But it's the way you're living and the things you've allowed in your society that is keeping me from you. Now listen to this. Verse 15, yea, truth faileth. And he that departeth from evil, listen to this, maketh himself a prey. If you don't go along with the evil, they'll turn on you. That's what he's saying here. You make yourself a prey when you stand up for what's right. When you, he that departeth from evil, and they that live godly shall suffer what? Persecution. Why? Because we have chose to Turn away from the evil. We've made ourselves a prey. But listen to this. This is what God is saying. Yea, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. And the Lord saw it. The Lord saw what was going on. Now listen. The Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no judgment. Verse 16, and he saw that there was no man. God is looking for a man. God is looking down on a nation that's departed from him, and he's saying, I'm looking for a man. Hey, look up in here, men. This, this is right directly to you. Ladies, y'all doze off if you want to. Hey, man, I'm preaching to every one of you daddies, every one of you men that's married, every one of you teenagers. Hey, man, I'm preaching to you this morning. Every one of you granddaddies. Hey, man, goes right there. Hallelujah. And I don't care if you ain't married. If you're a man, I'm preaching to you this morning. God's looking for a man. God said, God's word said, And he saw that there was no man. If he saw there was no man, it's because he's looking for one. God's looking for a man, Big John. Amen? Let me tell you what's wrong with America. We ain't got no godly men. We ain't got no men standing up for God anymore. Is everybody okay? We ain't got no daddies willing to separate themselves from the world, come out from among them and live separate. Amen. And raise their children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Amen. And take a stand in the home and be the spiritual leader. He said, and God saw that there was no man. Is everybody okay? Oh, it'd be good to preach against the world, Brother Tracy, yeah, but that ain't what God's problem is. God ain't got a problem with the world. God ain't never had a problem with the world. They're wicked. They're going to hell. God's only problem's ever been with Israel. Why? Because they rebel against him. They're his people. God's only problem's with the church. Amen? And he's seen what's going on, and it has displeased him. And God saw, and he saw that there was no man, and he wondered... 
there was no intercessor. God said there was no intercessor. Men, listen to me, men. There's no intercessor. There's no one interceding. That word intercessor means to come betwixt. Amen. The sinner. Is everybody listening to me? There's no men. He said, I want to know why there's no men praying for their nation. God looked down and he's displeased and he's wondering. He's wondering. He's saying, look at everything that's going on and all the wickedness and we roar like bears. But, but nobody's broken over it. Nobody's praying. Nobody's weeping and calling out to me. No man is on his face. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Y'all real quiet. Amen. God said, God said, nobody's getting broken over the sin of their nation. Nobody's getting broken over the, the rebellion of their nation. Nobody's getting broken over their brothers in the world. Amen, that's going to die and go to hell. Amen, if we don't get on our face before God. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then would I hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. It's not going to get better till men get broken and start interceding on behalf of a country, amen, that's full of sin and has walked away from God. Is everybody okay? God needs a few men. Somebody said, well, Brother Tracy, I thought you interceded. I do. And trust me, I'm not the only one in America that does. There's others. There ain't a doubt in my mind, boys. Y'all listen to me and you listen well. God's dealing with some of y'all about things. Some of you men. Some of you daddies. Amen. You put them off and put them off. God's wanting you to get broken over your nation. God's wanting you to get broken over your church. God's wanting you to get broken over your family, over your lost loved ones. He's wanting you to get broken over every member of Calvary Baptist Church and weep over them and pray over them and call their name out to God. He's wanting you to get broken over the things that's going on in this country. Amen, it's still away somewhere and get along with God. Have you a secret place? Amen, it's going to cost you some things though. And there's the problem. We're too entangled with the things of the world to intercede. And, and here's what's going to happen. We're going to lose our country. Are you hearing me? Are you, everything's good now. As bad as it is, everything's good. Got a good job and you make good money and the grocery store shelves still have food. Is everybody okay? Huh? Kids are still little enough where you can enjoy them. I have wept over every one of y'all. Oh, yeah. I have, I, I have called your name out, weeping. I couldn't even remember your name, lady. You and your daughter sit right over there. Yeah, yeah. I have wept over y'all. I said, I think her name's Jessica. Yeah, wept over you. And I said, I don't know her, Lord, but her and her daughter. I've wept over you, Jesse Busby. Richie Clark, you have no idea. Mr. Woodson, I have wept over you and Mrs. Woodson and Nick, and I have prayed for that grand boy and your daughter. I can't even remember her name. I've wept over you and over her and over Peyton and little Hank. But you know what God's saying? He's looking down. And he's looking for a man this morning. And say, you know what? Brother Tracy, you know, I just... I just really... 
you know, can't commit right now. Got so much going on. I can't commit to that yet. Because when you, when you commit to that, God don't want you to commit. God wants you to surrender. Are you hearing me? God wants you to surrender and give up and give in to him and his will, sir. He wants you, amen. Matthew chapter 6, verse 6 says, But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. When thou hast shut the door, pray to thy Father, which is in secret. And thy Father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. I'll tell you men what you need to do. I ain't a doubt in my mind God's working on you, dealing with you. You're going to have to go home. You're going to have to say, honey, the preacher was talking to me. And I'm going to have to start getting along with God. And here's what, here's what you don't do. You start, somebody says, oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to start praying an hour every day. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. You might, you might collectively gather up all your praying all week long and get an hour when you start You'll probably pray five or ten minutes and be sincere. You'll be alone with God. Praying for weeks, five or ten minutes a day. Good. Next thing you know, man, you'll be up to 20, 25. Before you know it, though, you'll be up to an hour. And it'll just grow and grow. Amen. So don't get discouraged when God's dealing with you about something. You think I'm going to do it this way and it don't work out that way. You just keep doing it. And then here's something else will happen. Something will come up. You'll be trying to get in that secret place and close the door. And you won't get it closed and you'll get interrupted and you'll get up and you'll forget about it. And then the devil will beat you up about saying, see, you didn't do it. You might as well quit. No, you just get right back. Here's the thing about it. What happened? What happened? How many in here can ride a bicycle? Has anybody ever wrecked on their bicycle, fell over? What did you do? Got back up, and you got back on. Right? You didn't let it st- keep you down. So if you if you if you something happens and you don't don't let it keep you down. Get back up and you get. That's just like falling off the bicycle. Amen. And you keep doing it. Because God's looking for a man. And he's wondering why, sir, you're not interceding. You say you're concerned about your children. When was the last time you've been broken over? You say, I love my church. When was the last time you've been broken over your church? See, it's, 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 I'm sorry, Tyler. It's going to be real, 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 real hard. Virtually impossible for the devil to turn me against you when I have wept over you and cried over you and called your name out to God and just, I mean, buddy, fell in love with you. It's going to be hard for him to separate me from you. See, that's the thing when we start interceding and we get broken over one another. Buddy, the devil has no way to come in and drive a wedge and cause confusion and cause division in the house of God. Amen, that only comes when we don't get broken over each other and intercede for one another. It's going to be real hard, Robert Singley, for him to turn me against you. Amen, the years I've been weeping over you. It's going to be hard, brother Eric. Amen, for the devil to come between me and you. Amen, on my end. Amen, because after I have wept and cried and, and wept bitterly for you. Amen, it's going to be hard. Even some of those that's turned their back on us and walked away. I have wept over and I have cried over Amen, and folks wonder how in the world, amen, I can see them out in the public and I can hug them and tell them I love them. It's because I do. And if you'd weep over some, everybody okay? Oh, yeah. 
man. That man used God didn't God didn't trouble me with this. Well, nobody. It's not going to be something you're going to get up and broadcast. It's not going to be something everybody's going to know about. It. Come back, your boy. You've done some good battling the devil today. No. 99% of the time, only you and God's going to know. Oh, your, your wife will know that you've been praying, talking to God. Your wife will know that you've been stealing away by yourself. Amen. Go home today. Get in the back room somewhere. Clean you out a closet. Get everything out of it, stack it up in the floor, say, honey, do something with that. And when I'm in here, don't come, don't knock. I don't care if somebody dies. I don't want to hear about it till I'm done. Is everybody okay? And you stay in there till you get in touch with God. Get that door shut. Nobody will ever know but God. God will say, I sought after a man and I found one over after my own heart. Everybody all right? Found one over there, over there, over there with the sheep. Everybody okay? He's the apple of my eye. Matter of fact, I'm going to make him a king. Everybody all right? Oh, God's working on you men. You're going to have to make some choices. What's the most important thing, you reckon? You're saved going to heaven. God's blessing your family. That's good. What's the, what's the next most important thing? Your wife is saved and going to heaven. What about your children? Well, half of them saved and going to heaven. Okay. So I guess it's okay for the other half to go to heaven. We talk to them. No. I'm going to keep praying for them. I'm going to keep weeping over them. This morning, God's looking for a man. It's okay, Lord. I made every excuse. Lord, I, I know I'm busy, but I'm just going to have to find you. Lord, I surrender. I give it all to you. Lord, if you could use me. Amen. have your name on the billboard out there. You'll fight battles that nobody will know about but you and God. But you'll fight battles, amen, against the devil and Satan and his evil, his evil spirits. Are you hearing me? Are you listening to me? Amen. You'll fight him so much, so bad, amen. He'll hate you. Listen, I can't, oh man, here he goes again. He's, 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 he's breaking that, he's breaking the hold I got on that one. Shut him up, somebody! You that man? God's looking for a man. You wonder why there's no intercessors. Why there's no one praying. We look at everything going on around us. We don't want, we don't want, we don't want our kids to be corrupt and have in the world to get them. And we do everything we can to keep them in the world and keep them busy with things of the world more so than the things of God. I read to you a nation and their sins. Could that not be front page of a paper in America today. Could it not be? And if that could be, could it not be that the Lord has looked for a man and is having trouble finding him that would intercede for a nation that we love? I'd rather be here than anywhere else. At least at least right now we're free to come and worship the Lord our way. Amen. We've got our problem. We, America ain't perfect. Amen. But buddy, it's where I was born. It's where I'm going to die. 
Amen. This morning, I want somebody to make your way to piano. That's what the Lord did. I, I just believe with everything in me, God's looking for a man. I'd step up and say, God, here I am. I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to pray. What you do, you get along with God. Put your little light in that closet, get your Bible in there, and you read it, and you pray, and you read it, and you pray. If you have to, get you a little, get you some good, good, good gospel music and play it. Amen, while you're praying. Let the Holy Ghost of God squeeze your heart. You'll be surprised how you'll pray. They, 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 God's looking for a man. I said, God. I said, I sought a man. Couldn't find one. Couldn't find a man. And I wonder. I wonder why, as bad as everything is, there was nobody interceding. There was nobody trying to get between my wrath and my judgment and the sins of those people. And I know we, we grow right on into Jesus right there. But what God's wanting this morning is a man that'll intercede for their country their church for their family for one another be surprised how much you love your church I could go on and on and on but I'm just going to have to